What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. A little bit later on a Tuesday, but we are here. SP3, how you doing this morning, buddy? I am doing well. I am doing well. I spent the uh, early morning portion with my kids and uh, I'm trying to make a mess all around the house and I had to clean it up and chase after them. So that's why we started a little bit uh, later than per usual, but I'm glad to be here on a Tuesday. Spent almost like three hours of my my New Year's Eve with you, uh, Jeremy, but... uh... (laughs) We're back here just a few days later in a new year. Happy New Year to you, Jeremy. Happy New Year to you as well, buddy. Uh, yeah, if you if you missed our giant long three hour uh, New Year's Eve stream, go check that out on on this channel, fiveoverbook.com. Uh, it is a new year. We're gonna we're gonna begin by by sending our best wishes, our, our thoughts and prayers to uh, Demar Hamlin, who went suffered a cardiac arrest last night during the. Bengals and Bills game. That was an extremely scary situation. I think the latest update was he is still in critical condition after being taken to the hospital. Um, So hopefully everything turns out okay with him. Uh, In the description, there is a link to donate to uh, Damar Hamlin's community toy drive. It was the goal was 2,500. And I don't know what it was like before the game, but everything afterwards it is up to 3.3 million right now and i know chris wow. jericho chris yeah Jericho's 10, yeah uh so it, people came out and really showed their support which is which is great to see and the nfl didn't seem like they had any intention of canceling or postponing that game it seemed like they were going to make them play credit to uh the coaches Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, Sean McDermott, the Bills coach who were like nope we're not doing this and the players who were like nope we're not doing this. Uh, I can't imagine trying to play in those circumstances yesterday, today, tomorrow. That that was a tough situation. We've seen injuries in sports before. I mean, it, it feels like every month or something, we see some type of critical injury, whether it be a concussion, uh, a torn ACL, MCL, blowing out a shoulder, something. like We see these major injuries. That was different. The way the players reacted to it was was different. You could tell it was not just, oh, this is a sports injury type of thing. Uh, I felt really bad for the the players, the fans, the the family of Demar, more importantly, and, and Demar himself. So I hope that I hope everything turns out okay with yeah. him. But we want to start by just mentioning that and sending our best to him. 
Very well said, uh, Jeremy. Like that, that was just uh, horrifying to, to watch. I can only imagine how the players on the field felt, but me just watching it at home on like replay because I had, you know, the guys on True Hill, he were watching Raw and the game, and you, you just saw like a change. I just saw a change in everybody on screen because of what they was like. We've never seen anything like this on the game. And then I went out my way to watch the highlight, and I was just like, yeah, just how everything happened. That is like one of the scariest things I've ever seen in an NFL game. So, you know, thoughts, prayers to uh, Damar as well as his family. And uh, definitely, you know, if you have a little bit extra, you're feeling generous, uh, definitely show your support to that toy drive because he's he's a guy that's doing, you know, great stuff outside off the off the field even before that game. But, um, you know, hopefully we could turn this kind of what was a, a tragic situation into a great situation. Like you said, 3 million already for the toy drive. So that's good. If you, if you can't donate, share the link, whatever you yeah. can do to, to spread the word and just, just, just do your part if you, if you can't donate, but yes, I, I hope, and most importantly that tomorrow pulls through this and yes. is, is back. I, I don't know if he'll ever play football again. That's not the important thing. The important thing is this man can continue to, to move forward with his life and continue to, to be with, by all accounts, be the great man that, that he's been. Cause he's only 24 yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So uh, again, best wishes to, to him. We are going to talk about our usual nonsense. Uh, usual basketball, the challenge, Share Delaware is going to join us. We will try to add some levity and, and uh, you know, do what we do to, to entertain. Um, if Share is watching this right now, we need her to wear overalls for for, <laughs> for, for, for later to, to just keep it consistent so we can really get into the profile we're going to make later in the show. <laughs> uh, SB3, a crazy night in the NBA Last night, uh, when Luka Doncic gets pushed down to like the fifth most important story after the week he has been having where he averaged nearly a 50 point triple double for the week on like 60 percent shooting. Just oh insane God. numbers. That that Luka. game against the Knicks was oh, oh man. As someone who has spent <laughs> the majority of his life living in New York and never have liked the Knicks. I've gone from hating the Knicks like in the 90s when I was like I was like a Koki and Jordan fan to like just just being like ah man they're just worthless, pointless. And then they were actually playing good this season and then that game against the Mavs, I was just like damn. That's the Knicks I remember. <laughs> that that final play in, in regulation where he missed the free throw on purpose and then it bounced around and the way he got it up there like it's incredible touch to to finish that shot and his reaction was uh hilarious to me he said he thought he won the game i don't know if that's the case like i don't think luka Doncic is a jr smith uh it's jr smith in reserve in reverse because at least he actually <laughs> at least he it. made the shot yeah, yeah at, least he, at least he made it and he went right up happening. he went right, right up he didn't want to waste time like JR. right he didn't just grab the rebound and dribble it out like we're up one what who cares no you were actually down two you need to make this shot um that's still one of the funniest plays uh, in nba history like it, that that play i remember uh immediately calling my buddy Samer, and we're both just cackling like we knew exactly why we were calling each other uh, and like we we didn't have to say anything we just call pick up cackle like that was that was the <laughs> the 
the order of operations there. Yeah, insane stuff uh, from Luca. But last night, I mean, Donovan Mitchell did what Luca did with missing intentionally missing a free throw and then scoring to get it overtime. And that was point like 50 something for him. And then he went on to have 71, 71 points SP three, an absolutely just monster game from, from Donovan Mitchell. People are going to complain of like the most points. Took- any NBA player has made since Kobe's 81, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did Booker have in that loss where they uh, the, traded that they won? I think he did. I think he did have a uh, 70, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Well, let me I think look. it was 70 I'll, as well. Yeah, I think it was yeah. 70. But man, that's that, that was a hell of a performance because it was uh, with uh, Donovan Mitchell last night because it was very similar to Kobe's uh, 81 because a lot of people don't like know the story of Kobe's 81. This man needed every one of those 81 points because we were losing in the first half to Toronto. And that's how it felt with, with Donovan Mitchell. It was a very close game with the Bulls. He only had 18 points at the half. And then to come in in between third quarter, fourth quarter, and overtime, drop 53? Man, what a what a performance for Donovan Mitchell. He He's someone that we've been have, kind of having our eye on the whole, like, um, this season, he was someone that we really talked about early, you know, early on in the season and what he would make an impact with the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, me, I was very high on them. I thought they would be a top three to four seed in the East. And they've had their little troubles over the last couple of weeks. But man, oh, man, this was like the right time for Donovan to have this have this type of game. And I think it's going to give the Cavs some momentum moving forward. I will fully admit that I did not know what to make of of Donovan Mitchell coming out of of Utah. And I was probably down on him more than most people. I watched him in his rookie year when he killed OKC because Carmelo Anthony can't guard anybody and Billy Donovan can't make adjustments. Hilarious that he did this against the Bulls and Billy Donovan. Just Donovan Mitchell against Billy Donovan is actually the matchup. Like That's where he's just going to have his biggest games. This is my theory moving forward, and I will not be told otherwise. Um, but I watched him his rookie year. I was like, oh, this guy, he's, he's definitely special. And then the seasons in Utah happened. They were always consistent in the regular season, and they'd get to the playoffs. And for one reason or another, I do think Mitchell deserves a little bit of blame, but they could just never get over the hump. I think we're kind of seeing now Rudy Gobert was a big issue of that because that that shit in yeah. Minnesota ain't working too well right nope. now. Um, it's, it's, work, it's working out well for, for Donovan, <laughs> but it ain't working out for Rudy. So uh, you know, if every it's not it's not a thing of everyone says something, it must be you. It must be if if one person's saying another thing oh. and the other person saying another thing, and then y'all separate and you are still an issue, <laughs> you were the issue. Uh, it's great. I think it was Nas Reed in Minnesota. It was like, we know the issue. We're not going to put it in here, but in-house, we know the issue. We know it. And it's like, who are you trying to throw under the bus here? Because there's two answers. It's either Gobert, you're either trying to throw Gobert under the bus, or I think it might be a little D'Angelo Russell, because that dude's making a lot of money yeah. to not play well. Like, it's it's not good with, with D'Angelo Russell. 
Poor dude, he snitched on Swaggy P, and then career is all down. His career has been so bad since there. Like, like, yo, I was so high on him when he was on the Los Angeles Lakers, but that that rookie season when he did that that stuff with Swaggy P, I was just like, nah, man, I don't, I don't know about this. That's why I was happy to get Lonzo because I was like, oh, we got Lonzo, we can get D'Lo the hell up out of here. I'm sorry, like, uh, Kobe, Kobe can snitch. It's okay. Kobe played well enough that it's okay, and I can look past him snitching on Shaq. But I cannot look past D'Lo snitching on uh, Swaggy P in the manner in which he did. Uh, Yeah, Russell has not worked out too well. He'll have his big games, and then he'll just be like, he's just so inconsistent. And when you're making that much money, the inconsistencies and the big games certainly aren't big enough to really justify uh, the the terrible ones that he has. And yeah, it's either him. I think it's a little bit of him, but it does feel like the bigger issue is Rudy Gobert and just like, yeah, we can't do anything with this dude. Like it just, just ain't working as far as Mitchell goes. So I was down on him because of, because of that. And I was like, eh, I don't know. He goes to Cleveland. He's been outstanding in Cleveland. Yeah. He's adapted well. He's shown he can just share the ball with Darius Garland. He doesn't mind playing the, the secondary the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't mind playing the secondary role off the ball on some nights. And then you see games like last night where it's like, yeah, if we need this dude to go out there, get 50, 60, 71, like he can go out there and do it. So it's been great. Like living in the, the Cleveland area, I'm, I'm roughly about an hour away. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, Last year, watching them, the improvements they made as a young team. This year, going out there, going for it. Like this is this is a, a blueprint that I like to to see. From I don't know if Cleveland's considered a small market, but you certainly don't consider them like a, a huge market. Anytime yeah. these teams like Cleveland, like New Orleans, they find the success. It's something that just gives me hope as a Thunder fan of like, hey, you can build and then make the right moves and then actually have some progress. Okay, see, season's over now. The Poku's out, but. Now, yeah. Cleveland, I love what they did with the, their roster building and then going out there. And much like New Orleans, is like you build a roster, and when you think you're in a position to make a swing, you make a swing. And that's what both teams did. And, look, New Orleans is near the top of the West. Cleveland's near the top of the East. Like, yeah. it's worked for them. Both teams are, have worked out well. And I think I think Cleveland, for Cleveland, they just needed a score. They needed it because I feel like Garland is a shot maker and a, and a shot creator. Uh, for himself and others, but I don't think he's like a natural scorer. You just need a guy that you could just give the ball and he'll put the ball in the hoop. You got your your rebounders, your guys that can get double doubles like Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. You got uh, Kevin Love, you know, the veteran experience that you need. You got Garland who can create shots for himself and others, but they did not have that score. And it just, that's why I was so high on that move. It just felt like the right move at the right time. These guys are all young and i just feel like cleveland is they might not be the threat that i might be hyping them up to be this year but i think they're gonna be a contender in the east for the next five years the east right now i mean boston still at the, at the top of the list milwaukee they gotta get healthy like yeah it, it's tough to when milwaukee's healthy like Giannis is Giannis. middleton is still kind of working in shape like they they're a champion, right? They're yeah. they're they were the champion two years ago. I don't really question Milwaukee. We talked about the the switch. Uh, I think it was like last week. I think Milwaukee is definitely a team that like once the playoff comes, if they're healthy, they can just turn on that switch a little bit more. Uh, look, the Nets. 
Kevin Durant's MVP case grows because he's playing outstanding yes. basketball. The Nets are not losing right now. Some teams, they're just like, they just rolled over the Spurs last night, as you should do. Like, the Spurs mm-hmm. are bad. Like, if you're a good team like the Nets, you should roll them over. Like, the Nets are just dominant right now. And then, then you got Cleveland. Like, the top four in the East, really strong right now. Yeah. And I, still, I, I feel like the top four in the East is much stronger than the West. Oh, the West, I can't figure out. So I think the I think the Nuggets are an elite team. Jokic, yes, is, they are. Jokic is my, man, my man, Aaron Gordon, though. Let's yeah. put some respect on Aaron Gordon. He's having a career year. Like I said it last week. Like I was watching that game and just how he was passing the ball. He just seemed like the perfect power forward to be with Jokic. But then I like deep dive on his numbers, and I was like, he's having a career year actually. Like out of nowhere, he just he's playing next to one of the best players in the world, and he's just he's. It, this is a an argument for Jokic being a better player than I make him out to be because he's making someone on his team better, and that's the one he thing. Makes everybody also. on his team better. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't see that. I thought. No I, saw, I saw Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray had his breakout, and I didn't really feel like Jokic was directly responsible for that. Playing Wait, next to Jokic okay. was the reason why he did that. I just think that he was he was skilled, and it was the bubble, and he was on fire. I feel like this is the first instincts where legitimately he made someone he he's making someone have a career year. Do you know what this is? SP3? I have I have no idea what that is because we're talking about basketball. It's a 2022 Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche cap because you are capping right now, SP3. Na- na- I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. This name name the player that name the player that he right made better. Name the player that he made Everybody. Better. No, name Everybody. one. No, 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 Michael no, no, Michael Porter no, no. Jr. and Jamal Murray didn't get better. Michael Porter Jr. Has Michael Porter Jr. have a career year? Or has Michael yeah, Porter Jr. been injury, injury he's prone? Been with Jokic he's, his entire and he's, year. And he's, he's been injury career. prone his whole year. He never made him better. Get out of here. He always made him better. He's no. made all these guys better. No. No. He's made the whole team better. Where You're would ridiculous. this be? You're being ridiculous. Without Jokic. They would have been a lottery team last year without Jokic. That would have been one of the worst teams in the league without Jokic. And it wasn't all just him. It's not like he was putting up 40 a game like Luka. He had 27 last year. He had 27 points per game. He had 7.9 assists. He made everybody better. He has more assists this year. He's got 9.5 assists this year. But, you know, he's not uh, making and, anybody and, he, made, he made everybody better, and you still say he had nobody on his team. He didn't. So, so, so he made he 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 made, he made the scrub. team better. He, he, oh, he made the team better. But you yes. still haven't you still haven't legitimately get, made a case that he's made any player one player better. And I he did with Aaron Who Gordon. Who cares I'm about making Aaron one Gordon. player better when you make the entire team if you, better? If you're supposed to be the two time Monty MVP, Porris, Steve Monty Nash, Morris. Steve Nash, Steve Nash made Amari Stoudemire better. Amari Stoudemire had a really good rookie year, but he improved year after year with Steve Nash. That's why Steve Nash, in my eyes, I didn't think he deserved the MVP, but that was the strongest argument for him is him improving Amari Stoudemire, improving Sean Marion. Sean Marion shot the ball like. I think significantly better with Steve Nash than he did without Steve Nash. All those two players, two players he made legitimately better. 
That's why, in my opinion, he deserved that. In in Miami with with uh with with LeBron James, all the players except for Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, they shot the ball better from three. They got open shots. They made they were making career highs over there. That's why he deserved the back to back MVP. You literally just said Michael Porter Jr., the most injury prone player on the Denver Nuggets. That's the player that he made better. So he made him from a complete scrub to just an injury prone scrub. Got you. Great job, Jokic. Monty, Monty Morris didn't get better. Will Barton. Why you didn't name better. him from the jump? I would have said, if you see, if the roles no. were reversed, I would have named someone like Monty Morris, who was, who was this. No, no, no. I gave you the opportunity. I gave you an opportunity, and you gave me. You can't you take it back now. Dog. I named the people. You asked me. You asked me who he made better. I'm telling but he you didn't, who he made better. He, he did not make he did not make Michael Porter Jr. better. He did not. He did. There's he did no proof. Michael there's Porter no Jr. proof better. of that. There's no proof of that. Like I said, there's proof that Steve Nash made Amari Sardermeyer better because when Amari played with with Stephen uh, Stephon Marbury, there's he no did not proof shoot that the ball. Monty Morris hasn't played with anybody else. Monty Morris hasn't played with or uh Michael Porter Jr. hasn't played with anybody else. Monty Morris has. That's why I said Monty yeah, Morris they... was the correct answer. Okay, Monty Morris, Will either. Barton. So I'm still naming you people. He's also made Michael Porter Jr. better. He's made Will Aaron Barton, Gordon He did better. not make Will Barton better. Will Barton oh, yes, played the did. same way. He played the same no, way. Will he Barton's always... numbers with Jokic versus not with Jokic, much different. Much Let's different. Let's look at this. I'm going to look at Will Barton's stack. Look at, his, I, look at his numbers thought, in Denver. I, look at his numbers not in Denver. What's Will Barton I, doing in I Washington? Thought, I thought I would never see the day where I would have myself looking up Will Barton's numbers. What's you Will see Barton what you see. It? You see what Jeremy's got me doing here, ladies and gentlemen, because of his love fetish for for Jokic. It's not a love fetish up. with Jokic. It's you being wrong about Jokic. Oh no, I have a hate boner for 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 uh, Jokic. <laughs> I'm not gonna front. I'm not gonna front like you. I'm honest to the people out here. I have a hate boner against Jokic because he gets way more credit than I think he deserves. But I'm looking at Will Barton's numbers here. And um, yeah, yeah, he definitely, yeah, Jokic made a play for you. Better. Yeah, see, I'm honest. I'm honest. I'm nothing but honest because it's ridiculous that um, he played one, two, three, four, argument. five. He played eight seasons with with Denver, <laughs> and seven out of the eight seasons he averaged double double figures. And then the seasons that he didn't play with Jokic, he never averaged double figures. So yeah, fair Damn, enough. Will Barton. Will Barton's the correct answer. Monty Roy is the correct answer. Michael Porter Jr. is not. Michael Porter Jr. is the correct answer as well because everybody is better under Nikola Jokic. If if he's not the correct answer because he's hurt and he hasn't played with anybody else, that's not Jokic's fault. That's not Jokic's fault. He's not a doctor. He's an NBA center. He should be a doctor. He'd probably be a great doctor. He's got good He's very hands. surgical on the court. He is. He is. He's very boring on the court. I agree. Boring. <laughs> if you think Jokic is boring. No, no, I know. I know. I know. Cap. This is it. This is it. 2022 Stanley Cup champion Cap. See? See? Once again, second try, you got it right. That was Cap. <laughs> the yeah. first time that was not cap because I gave you a chance to name one player he made better and you named the most injury prone player he's played with in the past three, four seasons. I don't know how we always get into these. <laughs> <laughs> 
to watch this back and see how we got here. I don't even know. I have no idea. Do you want to say hi? Just outing that she just came into the room. Just say hi. Hey! SP3 is capping on this show, baby. Just lying. Straight lying. Oh, no, no, no. All right, all right. Are we done with NBA talk? He, he he is lying. You know, you know, he's you, admittedly it's, lying. It's because Mrs. Lambert is in the room that I remembered that I just I I finished watching the the first episodes of the Circle. So oh, I I want. Did you guys? I love you. Did you guys watch it? No, yet? we haven't. We haven't watched it yet. I don't know. Like I want to get into. I don't know if she's gonna watch this season with me. Uh, but I definitely want to watch this season. Is it good? It's, it's it's good so far. It they okay. really had me the 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 first day. Uh, the only spoiler I'll give to anybody who hasn't watched it is that they did the whole eliminate two people on the first night, and that just adds a little bit more tension to everything. Like like that 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 made the first episode very exciting, and I like a lot of the people on this season. Like they they have very uh like interesting uh people there. Uh, they got this one girl from from Brooklyn, and everything he she she uh she says and has a pet peeve about i'd be peeping that my my missus who's also from brooklyn has similar similar pet peeves so that i'm a fan of her uh i'm a fan of this other other guy who's from new jersey who's real cool with her so they got some good people on this season i think it's going to be a a good season i think the next four episodes come out tomorrow okay we we will watch it i'm at least going to watch it at some point uh again i don't oh i don't and the homie from season one is it is in this season. Uh Shabam. Shabam, the uh, Indian kid oh, from, okay. from season one. Yeah. Dude, he was great. Yo, I he loved rules. him. That's why I bumped yeah. out. I saw him on the trailer and I What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Marked out. I was like, oh, we got to watch this. I told, I told oh, him about this. Okay. I was like, we got to watch this. Shabal, that was my favorite. I thought he should have won season one. He he ruled. I will watch it. Uh, I will definitely watch it. I don't know again if the wife is gonna fully watch it with me. I'll ask her uh, if she 
if she if she wants to. If not, I will definitely watch it. And we're gonna um, we're gonna we plan on watching Too Hot to Handle, so we could talk about that next week. Yeah, you gotta watch the Too Hot to Handle. We've we've gone through uh that entire thing. Uh the Mike season's done. Yeah, season's done. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. Uh Mike from Indy says, Good morning to both of you. Uh this is some rousing and lively discussion. Thoughts on the Toronto Raptors, happy ref- wrestle kingdom day. SB3, answer this question. I have to mute my mic. Uh, Toronto Raptors I, I just think that they are they haven't been playing very consistent this season I think they've been dealing of course with some some injuries and whatnot but I felt like they would be a playoff team and I don't I don't know I think I think right now they are in the playoffs let me just double check that I think they are a they are not no, like, they're not. Oh yeah, they're 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 out of the play-in too. They're a twelve seed, uh, so yeah, they, they, they were the playing same. terrible basketball for a while. Yeah, that's why I said with the injuries that really like hurt them. They got the same record as the Los Angeles Lakers. So, <laughs> hey, we're in the same boat. We're in the same boat, Mike. If you're a Toronto Raptors fan, we we live in here. We've won championships. We've seen our team hit the apex, and now we losing. We out in the streets, out in the outside, looking in. We here. I'm here for you, Toronto Raptors, LA Lakers. We can we can be together. I think I think that the Raptors. They have a good roster. I don't know why it's not clicking. I do think a big part of it is injuries. But they got a decision to make if they're going to continue forward with the, the roster they have. Because Siakam is like star level. Van Vliet's uh, very consistent, very good. They obviously love Scotty Barnes. They're not going to give up on him or anything. OG and Anobi as well. Like The roster's there. It's just they're sort of in the same position as the Bulls where everybody wanted the Bulls to like blow it up, blow it up. Yeah, and the Bulls won a couple of games and everything, and it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe not. But at some point, you got to make a decision when it comes to this stuff of like, all right, are we just gonna be sort of mediocre, or are we just gonna try to rebuild a little bit? I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know if there's a deal out there for someone like Siakam or Van Vliet. I wouldn't be shocked if some of these teams like call about these guys. What you give up, I have no idea who. Uh, you know what what trade package might be put together for for these teams but i wouldn't be shocked if they're calling on siakam's having a killer year this oh, season he's too he's averaging he's 20 28 points eight rebounds six assists seven assists uh shoot man he's just filling up filling up the statue 27 points and he's played uh 27 out of their 33 games so you know he's been dealing with injury uh scotty barnes has been there but he's just it feels like he's hit that uh, that sophomore wall um, yeah more than anything where he's not he's kind of doing what he was doing in his rookie year he's not the improvement that we we thought we were going to see from him this season so they have to deal with a lot of those different things van fleet's been out for a number of games um yeah a bunch of a bunch of their guys have missed a good portion of the game press presses alshua has been out for most of the season so it's been tough i i would the all-star break at the trade deadline i wouldn't give up on the raptors i feel like i feel like they're a better team than the wizards um i do think they can surpass them the hawks are kind of a mess right now like they lost four straight they lost in like double overtime last night to uh the warriors because draymond green is hitting clutch shots uh i don't know where the hawks go of Trey course, Young, when, I sit, when i sit them on my bench over my fantasy team it's a big <laughs> shot of course See, I've, I've been a big trey young supporter and man this year's been a big indictment on him with 
just not being able to play off the ball with Deontay Murray, just completely like leaving the team at, at certain stretches. Like doesn't seem like he, he's getting on well with uh, Nate McMillan, the coach there who the report said he was going to quit, but then they denied the reports. Like if you're thinking about quitting, like you're an NBA coach in this position, like probably just better off just stepping down and, and yeah. he- heading out because <laughs> no, it's it's weird in Atlanta. They've been trying to trade John Collins for like five years now. At some point, they probably just got to trade him and then move forward because that whole that whole thing's been like a cloud. It's a weird situation in Atlanta. Yeah, I've been a Trey Young supporter. I, I think he's he's obviously supremely talented as an offensive player. Uh, defensively, not so much, but he, he's a great player. And man, not playing like not being able to make it work with Deontay Murray, who's one of the ver- most versatile players in the league. You got to adapt a little bit. Like you got to give a little bit to 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 sh- show. Like you got to let go of the reins a little bit. It doesn't seem like he's willing to do that. That's sad. Like that that kind of sucks because I think they could be a deadly combination. Yeah, I thought they would be one of the best backcourts in the East, and it just hasn't meshed out well. And I think that Trey Young is kind of just stuck in his ways. And I think that the only way for Atlanta and for him to improve as a player is that he has to evolve. He has to be able to to run off screens and play off the ball and facilitate and become, you know, he's a great scorer, but he's not a natural point guard because he doesn't he doesn't really actively nah. go out of his way to create shots for other no, people. No, no, no. We're not we're not going to we're not going to slander Trey Young in his passing. You're about to I, cap again here. I'm not capping again. I just think you that are. he's a natural scorer. As I don't think that he he actively looks to create shots for other what? people okay. around him. Okay. Okay. You're about to look foolish, SP3. I love you. You're about to look foolish. How many assists do you think Trey Young's averaging? Oh, he's probably averaging like 9 9 10 assists cuz he has the ball in his hands all the time. Okay, but, but he, 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 actively, he actively looks for his shot before he looks for anybody else's shot. He does, but that doesn't mean like he's a bad playmaker, doesn't get his teammates involved. Hey. Trey Young gets his teammates involved. The problem with Trey Young right I now. I never said he didn't get his teammates involved. I said that his first option is to put the ball in the hoop, not to sure, put the ball in somebody else's hand. But that that's like every point guard nowadays, though. No. That's legitimately every Chris point Paul? guard. All right, you're gonna name legit the the one point guard. I'm just saying. Who I'm just saying. Forever. And then what do you do? You slam even, even a guy, even a guy that doesn't play point guard but knows his role on the team, like a Marcus Smart. He creates shots for other people because he can't make shots himself. So he because creates Marcus shots for Smart, other. For because other Marcus people. Smart is the third best scorer on that team. He's not even the third best scorer, but um, <laughs> I mean that's probably true. <laughs> Steph Curry, Steph Curry doesn't look for his shot first. No, no, he yes, actually he does. Like, he, no, 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 no. Steph- a lot of game, a lot of games that I watch, he's looking for other people to get involved. He'll look, he'll get roll off of screens and he'll play off the ball and go for his. Yeah, but if Steph he has the ball, does. if he has the ball at the start of the game, he's looking to create shots for other people. Because Steph actually does play off the ball. Luca doesn't look for his shot first. Most of these point guards. Oh, I, 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 I don't consider Luca a point guard. I think Luke, he, I, mean, I think he, I think he can fill offense. up. Yeah, he runs. He runs the offense, but he's. I feel he's like he's. Guard. Yeah, he's. A I think guard. he's a two guard. I mean, theoretically, yes, but it's the same thing as Harden. He's a two guard, but he's the guy who has the ball in his hands the entire time. So he's essentially the point guard. I think Trey Young does try to get his teammates involved. That's not the issue with, with Trey Young. The issue with Trey Young: one, defensively, he's terrible. Two, he his shot has abandoned him this season. 
He's shooting 31% from three on seven attempts. He's shooting 41% from the field. Like he, he's not shooting the ball well at all. And I do wish he would play off the ball more. I think he could be a lot better if he could just get open shots. If he could just, you know, let Deontay Murray create a little bit more and then he can move and, and find easier baskets, find better looks. The problem is he wants to take, it seems like, way too difficult those shots. I don't think the yeah. issue is him not getting his teammates involved. The, the issue is just he needs to do more off the ball and adapt better. I I just think that if he actively went out of his way to create to create shots for other people around him and it wasn't his second thought, I think that he would be playing much better and he wouldn't take as many difficult shots because he'd be looking to get his his teammates open to, for them to get the shot. That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm not saying he doesn't get his teammates involved because off the off the top when you asked that question, I knew he was averaging like 10 assists because he always has the ball and sometimes the shot is too too difficult that he'll decide to just pass it out but that's not his first his first instinct his first instinct is to always put the ball in the hoop i just want him to show that evolution that he can do both and i know he can that's the issue that's the issue he can do, do both and create shots for himself and others like a like a Darius Garland Darius Garland is not the best point guard but he's a shot creator like I said earlier he creates shots for himself and other people around them Dre Young creates shots for himself and if there's no other option he'll pass the ball and he gets his teammates open Darius Garland's a shot creator now because he he has Donovan Mitchell with him no he was a shot creator last year what are you talking about he looked for his shot first last year as he should no. have because he was the best scorer on the team yeah he was he was but if you if you watch the start of those cleveland cavaliers games last year he was getting he was trying to get uh jared allen involved mobley involved kevin love involved he was trying to get his big man involved more than going for the score automatically off the bat and too many games with Atlanta, when I watched the beginning, Trey Young is just looking to get off picks, dribble the ball, and get to the hoop. They need to get That's himself in rhythm. He don't need to get himself in rhythm. That man he clearly is does because he can't shoot the ball at all. <laughs> he clearly needs to do something. Well, you got to do something different. Just try, try creating shots for other people. Sheesh, maybe someone will go on fire. You'll get open. You'll, you'll get this weird thing that you probably haven't seen a lot this season. An open shot for yourself. Yeah, I agree. And wow. he needs to do that by moving a little bit more off the ball instead of just standing still while everybody else plays five on four. I think the issue is him not getting teammates involved. The issue is he needs to get easier shots for himself. Now, if you're going to call me out. You're going to call me Alpha Cap. We got to call Luis Alpha Cap. How dare he say Smart isn't a top five defensive player on his team? This man won defensive player of the year. What are we talking about? Nah, he shouldn't have won defensive player of the year. Oh, you're bugging. You're, but he's he's not top five on his team? Oh, I mean, defense? he definitely is. That's complete. Yeah, like, that is Cap. Like, that's Cap. <laughs> he shouldn't have won defensive player of the year. Um, maybe not, but he was in the running. Yeah, I mean, he's a good defensive player. I, he's I mean, one of the he, best perimeter defenders in the NBA, in my opinion. He flops a lot and he complains a yeah. lot, but I got no issue. That's the with. NBA. You you, you got to adapt. That's the NBA. Flopping, flopping, complaining, whining. <laughs> Marcus Smart's about to drop like 50. I couldn't hear you. Tonight. 
I'm ready for that. I would I would I would be here for that. Just so we could I come back next week and talk about how Marcus Smart was trying to create shots for others, but he just kept getting open and just schooled the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's fine. I I had a little bit of hope earlier in the year when like the West is awful and yeah. it seemed like, oh, maybe we can we can uh you know make like the play in game or something. Chet being out for the season already. Uh, Jeremiah Ur- Robinson Earl is out. Um, or yeah, it's Robinson Earl, JRE. Um, and then Poku being out two months. This team has no size. Like the, they're, 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 they're lakering it up right now with their biggest player being like six, five on the floor. Like they have no size. They're getting killed inside. One of the Plumleys, I don't know which one, one of the Plumleys had like 13, went like 13 for 14 from the field and by the field, I mean like the restricted area because they had no size to, to stop him. So now I'm full in on lose every game possible, get better draft odds because it, it's not a thing of like, this team is bad. I do think the, the team is good, but when you have no size in the NBA, like you're just going to get tore up in the paint and it's injuries. It's injury related. So what can you do about that? Should they have gotten more depth at the center position and stuff? Yeah, sure. Maybe. But I don't think that was always the goal of the season. The goal was just make improvements and everything. And they were, they're on the right track when it comes to improvements. Injuries derailed that. What can you do? Lose all these games, get better draft odds for uh, when Benigno or, or Scoot and go from there. So I'm cool on OKC losing all these games. I'm good with it. I want y'all to get Scoot. I think Scoot is uh, the, the 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 fit for y'all. Yeah, yeah, would fit in very well. And then Shea, even though Shea's gonna still have the ball, I feel like he's more of a natural. Even though he's more of a shot creator than Trey Young, uh, he he's more of a natural two guard. Especially when you look at his stat line, yeah, that's like, like a two guard, a magical two guard stat line. But see, like we've got Giddy uh, to to handle the ball and pass the ball and yeah. everything, so. Uh, you talent, can move Giddy to the three. He could be a point forward. He, he kind of is. They, but then you have Dort yeah. already at the three. Like they Dort got can come off the teams. bench, man. Give me Scoot. Uh, give me, give me that. You imagine that backcourt with Scoot and Shea, and then you got Giddy at the point forward. My God, y'all be good for well, ten I'm years. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for any talented player being on this team. They have the talent right now. It is a matter of like people adapting, people adjusting, finding a role. For, for everybody. And that is sort of the issue is it feels like they just have too many roster spots right now. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do with Baisley. I think they should probably trade him. Uh, like they, they've got some good young talent. Trey Mann's coming off the bench and playing great. Jalen Williams has been great. I think they kind of do need more size. And obviously Chet and Poku fix that a big yeah. time. And then if JRE can get healthy, like he fixes that as well. So it's some injuries. And then once everybody's healthy, like, what does the team look like? It's kind of a good problem to have. It's like we have a lot of young talent. We got to figure out how it all how it all fits. I don't think they're going to end up with the top two pick anyway. They'll probably end up with like five or six, is my guess. Because you got two this season. Yeah, like, yeah, I would be very very lucky if y'all got a top two pick again this uh, uh this coming off season. Love it. I'd absolutely love it. Uh, okay, uh, Cher Delaware has messaged me. I don't even know what she messaged me. She shared a tweet of what we're going to discuss in one of the greatest oh, okay. lines in challenge history. All right, well, and let's... I literally, literally had to bite my tongue for <laughs> for a couple of days because I did not want to. Re- I put out a tweet 
But I was like, Jeremy and Cher is not going to see this tweet. So when you messaged me the other day and you watched it, I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just I just sent Cher the link. So we're going to bring her on. We'll, we'll wrap up the NBA talk. I don't know if there's – we didn't even, like, talk about, like, Luca's insane. We talked about the Knicks game, but, like, dude, the, the week he had – Luca, he's now shooting the ball well. Like, he got off to a slow start, as it seems like he does every single season. Uh, but he's he's back. That team still sucks. Man, he's good. No, they improved though. They went from a nine seed, dude. Last week, yeah, we did this. They show, improved. They went from an eight seed to a four seed. So they improved because Luca is averaging a fifty point triple double. That's not that's not indicative of the team being better. That's and indicative they, of and Luca Doncic being. Insane. And they did one. They did one uh, seven straight. They've won seven yeah, straight. Come on. Some- they beat some bad teams. What's the best win of their seven straight? Uh, of their it. seven straight. Yeah, tell me their best win. Because it ain't the Knicks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've the beaten Knicks? like the Rockets, the Spurs, the Knicks, the Timberwolves, the Lakers, yeah. uh, the Spurs. Yeah. So the Knicks would be the best team. They, the Knicks are the beat. only playoff hey, team of that. Hey, 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 you gotta you gotta beat the teams yeah. in front of you. You gotta I, beat I the teams in front of you. So I, 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 can't, I can't I can't talk about that, but I Luca, man. Luca, we both predicted Luca to be the MVP of this season. And it took a couple of weeks, but he seems like he's playing at that mode. And he's got the, the Mavs up in the in the in the top four, which I think should be a necessity to be in the MVP is that you should be a top four, the lowest, a five seed to be in the MVP contention, but he is going to be behind, of course, Jokic because the media doesn't know how to pick a new, new person, new person. The media doesn't know how to create a new star. They don't know how to, they don't know how to create stars. Um, (laughs) But Luca, my man, he's averaging 34 points, nine rebounds, nine assists, two steals, He's leading his team in points, blo- uh, points, steals, assists, rebounds, um, assists to turnover ratio. Sheesh, man. This is this guy is just putting out insane numbers. He's having an insane year, but he seems like he's he's closer. I would say number two. I would say my MVP ranking right now uh would be Jokic, uh Luca, KD, Jason Tatum. I'm out of Jason Tatum up there. He's playing great. I I put Jokic first. I put yeah Luca second, KD third. I still have to have Giannis up there. Like Giannis is still playing great. Tatum's at Mitchell's going to make his case at this point. Like, yeah, Mitchell's I was I would say Giannis case. is my fifth. Giannis would be fifth for me. I might I might have Luca over Jokic and it it's obviously no knock on Jokic but man Luca's these numbers are absolutely insane and that team is far worse than Denver. Denver has a much better roster right now with with guys actually healthy yeah. than than Dallas has. Yeah, I I, w- I wouldn't blame you. I think I think just right now because uh Denver's playing so well, I would have uh Jokic number 1, but yeah, Luka Luka can make arguments, especially if the Mavs get into like the top top 2, top 3 seeds with that team, top 3. They they can get top 3. I don't see them getting anywhere close to 2. I I don't have any. I don't have faith in any of these teams outside of Denver. I feel like Denver is the That's only one great team. I'm not sleeping at all. That team is great. I feel like Denver is the only team in the West that have proven themselves to to really be a contender. 
I think New Orleans is the closest, the closest to them, but I think Memphis is better than New Orleans. And I like New Orleans. I can see that. But Ingram's out right now. When Ingram comes back, then it might it might change up a little bit. But Ingram being hurt is uh tough for New Orleans. Memphis is legit, man. I've been watching a lot more Memphis. They're good. They, they just they just beat you down. They just really I, I, I like what John ja did at the end of the last game when he gave his shoes to the to the kid. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, I mean, they they have a very complete team, uh, very young as well, and they're they're gelling together. So they, I think they're gonna be in that top four. But I. I could see Luca just blow it up and moving past a lot of these teams. I mean, I gotta see, I gotta see Luca beat like a halfway decent team before I'm ready to like crown him right now. And I love Luca; he's he's fantastic. I think, aside from Giannis, like Luca's the second best player in the league. Giannis is the only guy I'm taking over him. Yeah, uh, no, but, it, yeah. it's if you have the first two. In like a fantasy draft with NBA players, and you're not picking Giannis or Luca. I mean, yeah. more power to you. You must be very high on the Jokic's and the Embiid's of the world, or the KD's or LeBron's. But those two are like, yeah, those are the two best players in the league. I I gotta see I gotta see Luca like actually do this against a good team. And I'm not saying he can't, but that not get his numbers. He's obviously gonna get his numbers. They gotta beat one of these good teams and if they beat them then obviously like luca's gonna have a huge hand in that but i want to see them against a good team who who the Mavs play next what's their like upcoming schedule? uh they got the celtics next on friday they don't play against that's the ES- friday yeah that's the espn that's the espn game uh no 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 that's thursday thursday excuse me okay. thursday Thursday they race against uh the the Celtics and then Saturday they play against the Pelicans. So they got two tough okay. games. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Then they get, then they got the Thunder, and then they got the Clippers. So three out of the four is going to be pretty, pretty uh, difficult games. All right. for them. So we'll, well, this time next week we will see how how Luca is yeah. is doing and whether or not uh, he's kind of kept this up and he's actually beating 
some halfway decent teams. Uh, Luis says SP3's feelings on Jokic are really about Luca. Mm. I mean, ma- making teammates better. Who Yo- is Luca Doncic made better? Oh, Luca made Luca Doncic better. That's all that matters. Luca isn't. I, I, did you ever hear me say Luca Doncic was a point guard or like, he is a point I, guard? I don't think he's a point guard. I think he's a two guard that is a good passer. <laughs> that's what i think he is and there, there's just a lot of those players that are like that that are just natural two guards but are also good facilitators they're also good passers and that's what luke is i think luca does make his teammates better by the way just his gravity alone makes his teammates better um the, a lot of these guys they'd be in the league sure but i don't I, know what I, they'd be doing I do agree with Mike. He's got to carry this team. Like this yeah. team is very much the Houston Rockets before Chris Paul got there. And that, after yeah, Dwight Howard left. That's just poor <laughs> roster construction. That's not yeah. Luca's fault. No. That's they've built they've clearly built the system to to play this way, but it's poor roster construction, is what it is. And I hope yeah. they do something at the uh at the deadline to, to please trade Tim Hardaway already. I feel like I've they've been saying that for like years. They're gonna trade Tim Hardaway and just, just never do. Pal Share Delaware is here. Oh, Pal she Cher didn't Delaware. get the memo. She didn't get the memo to wear overalls. <laughs> own overalls. You don't own overalls? I look like it's, a, I... it's a it's okay. I don't either. Black people don't either. It's okay. Actually, I have a pair of leather overalls. There you go. You could have wear that. That's erotic. The Do farmers would have loved that. This is what I wear when I'm at home. <laughs> sweatpants and sweatshirts that don't match the sweatpants. That's the beauty of working from home. You just my, you wear whatever you want. Asa in the Viva La Bam style shirt. That's a good shirt. That used to be my show. Oh him yeah. Just him just coming yeah. up to his dad and beating up on him. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he just get arrested or yeah. back in rehab for something? He, he, he's the only one that they don't really mess with out of yeah. the, the jackass people. After Chris, uh, was it, which one died? Um, uh, Ryan. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Dunn. After Ryan Dunn died, he kind of lost it. Yeah. That was his boy. That yeah. was his boy. Yeah, I mean, Steve-O went the other way and got sober and bam, <laughs> went downhill. So... I have seven day free trial to match.com. Oh my God. Ah, let's go. <laughs> Let, let's, let's, let's clear. Let's, let's, let's talk about the challenge. First, yes. And then for we, sure. will, we will end on trying to find you love share. Find you a All farmer. Right. <laughs> so we, we've, we've got the challenge. Uh, the, the underdog team actually won. You, you got dropped out of like a helicopter and you had to do a bunch of swimming and stuff. It was like a two second differential to to win well you had to basically they stood on the stand and then the helicopter came and it had basically like the the monkey bars for everyone to hold on to and they had to hold on to it and until they get to a destination that had a certain amount of points they had like a one where you drop down and you could get 10 points when you could drop down get 20 now that you get 30 now that you get 50 70 whatnot and so forth i love those challenges like, I love the ones that are like that, that are really about their, like, stamina. Like, they're scared scared of heights, scared of water, but you want to hold on to this, but you have to let go of it at a certain time. Like, I love the ones that are like that, because I feel like that's actual, like, real competition. 
and not like, most of the stupid challenges that and, more. And this actually felt like a team challenge, unlike the first one they did when they were just knocking people off the the thing and stuff. I was like, that's not a team competition. That's a that's a that's an individual competition. And even last week with the trivia, I was like, that's also not a team competition. This actually felt like the first one that felt like a team competition and teamwork was the key for underdogs winning because jordan was the mvp first of all this man with one hand had to hold on to the monkey bars with his with his forearm and he held on to it to the very end he gets down into the the the, the high point with harashi harashi i think he was with and then he goes back and helps the girls he's pushing the girls to the finish line and that's the whole reason they he's, won he's insane like Yo. I remember on one of his earlier seasons, him talking about how his parents never let him use it like as an excuse. It was always, you're the same as everyone else. You may have to figure out a different way how to do it, but you can do the same thing everyone else can do. And I love that they did that and didn't let him use it like as the crutch. Because imagine if he did have two hands, how, how insane that would be. It's like he is so good. I can't imagine my forearm would break. Trying Dude, to do that. I'd be like, get me off of the first one. I'll get <laughs> off at the first one. I'll swim farther, but I'm not holding on to this thing with one I hand. Up before the first one. Oh <laughs> my god. I was like, that was that was a very impressive performance by Jordan. And then with the with the uh the, the favorites, they were just way too cocky. Like if you if you watch that episode and you you did not root against them. I don't know what's wrong with you because they were just obnoxious. Like Fessy winning is the Fessy worst sucks. television ever. Like <laughs> him having a reason to be cocky. I hate that man. Like I like legitimately cocky with no reason. <laughs> yo, legitimately, he does not need a reason to be that cocky. But when he does have a reason, it's horrible. And like the way he was like treated, I can can I just say outside of what we're gonna talk about, the the, the best moment of the show, the best moment as far as challengers was Mariah not bringing up Nelson because if anyone deserved their partner to leave them out to dry, it was Fessy. I loved Mariah for that. That was the best move Mariah did all season. I was so proud of her. Yeah, I agree. The, and the and Anissa, team. Anissa, oh, she is a capper. She is such a capper because if she was on Mariah's team, she would have been like, oh, that's the best move. But because she's on Fessy's team, she's like, oh, you you burn your foe and you throw your partner in. That's not her partner. That's yeah. your partner. Like, like, stop. Like, like, and we all know it's very obvious if you watch the show that Fessy probably met her at a Planet Fitness and was like, hey, you want to be on the challenge? Because they don't know nothing about each other. They're not friends. Exactly. And no woman in his life that he hadn't slept with and screwed over. So none of them wanted to come on either. Like, I think that's one of the reasons that I dislike Anissa so much anymore because Anissa used to not be that person that acted like that. And it's just the older she's gotten, she feels entitled to things. And mm -hmm. so it's always like her trying to lecture everyone else. And this is how it should be done. And you've not won anything. You can't tell these people how things should be done just because you've been on here longer than they've been alive. Like <laughs> that's not how this works. 
Anissa is terrible and <laughs> she all she had the that. shortest amount of swimming and did not make it back to the thing before she had the farthest amount of swimming oh my Jeez. god how dare you even they should have even gave her a confessional after that performance in the deal <laughs> they need bringing her on the show like she, they do Put her, well, put she, her on All Star, the whatever the 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 older. Can't win that either. No. Well, I know she, she can't win that, but at least she has a little bit better of a chance. But that's not even win against the people that are her age that haven't been doing the show for twenty years. God, she like, swam for like two minutes and started backstroke. And I was like, no, you shouldn't be on the show. You can swim for five minutes. You should not be on the show. I, I won't talk shit about anyone being out of shape because I am incredibly out of shape and like I I have no freaking card cardio is my enemy. Like walking up the stairs, I'm like <gasps> but Okay, but yeah, go ahead. My job is not to go on <laughs> Yes, exactly. Show. If it but, was, I would actually be in my garage gym working out in between the shows. Like you know, her excuse for years was always, I'm in college, I'm in college, I'm in college. You are not still in college. Like now her excuse is I'm built for comfort, not for speed. <laughs> well, quit coming on a show called she, a challenge. I mean, she's <laughs> getting very comfortable on the show just doing nothing. So uh yeah, I was, they I was... 40 grand a year just to come on and make an appearance. Like I was going to say, Cher, like, yeah, you're not going on the show. I feel like if you were on this show, you would actually train a little bit and give your best. She just shows up, gets her money, and chills out, makes comments. And yeah. Well, uh, okay. So the, the underdog team wins the, the challenge and everything. They have to decide who throws in. We get Tori talking to Jordan about who should be saved here. And she's like, you got to vote this way. Like, if you don't vote this way, it's going to hurt us as as friends. And we're not going to be... Our relationship. Yeah, she didn't even hurt say our relationship. It's going to hurt our relationship. I hate that so much. Yes. I, it's I a game. The, yes. I hate the people that are like, take stuff, unless it's something that's personal. Yeah. I don't they take stuff outside of the game. It is a game. I am, I am in everything to win. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care if you're my friend or not. I'm trying to win. We can be friends when the game is over. Like, I don't understand. And they're not friends. No. And the, the, the weirdest thing about this is that she did not have to do that. Because two uh, an hour before she goes and has that conversation, Jordan is outside with Fessy, and Jordan did not have to say what he said, but he told him, I'm not going to vote for you because you haven't gone after me. So everything was good, and all Tori did was mess it up. She ruined. She ru Everything was going well for Fessy to not go into the elimination, and then Tori ruined it. So I was glad. I was glad. I don't think I would have done the same thing, but I was glad that Jordan made it known that this is Tori's fault because he was going to go to his yep. word and not vote Bessie. And then she had to just, she, she did, she did though. She did put their relationship as a hostage. I <laughs> Tori thinks that she is so 
clever and everyone loves her so much and she's so much smarter than everybody else so she thinks that she can play everybody and I don't know that it has yet to ever work for her. She she is legitimately she might be the most overrated player in, I agree. in this game. Because girl- everyone acts like she is like one of the, the top females ever. It's like she had a good rookie season and then after that I can't recall anything that she's like actually done to stand out. She's not good when it comes to the social aspect of the game because she just cheats on everybody and she see i guess she's likable because it seems like for some reason people like her but i don't think she plays a good social game and i can't recall anything she's done like physically outside of the her rookie season when she would win all the eliminations it's like oh yeah she really stood out in this performance I would say season 34, she that's one of her best seasons because she has the elimination where she uh, gets rid of Georgia. Then she bodied Jenny in the hall brawl. And Jenny, yeah. is a, if you've seen Jenny, that's a beast. And they she bodied her. her. Oh, because she was so good. They demol- they demol- She demolished Jenny in that elimination and then jumped to Team UK and she got screwed over in season 35 because think- there was no reason why they should have purged one person on Team UK. Like that, they, they screwed her over. She should have won the championship then. And then I would say that she played really well in last year in Spies, Lies, and Allies finals. And then she got screwed over by the elimination in the middle of the final where Casey steals CT from her. Yeah, I think Tori is a good competitor, but I just don't think that she's on the level that they try to act like she is. Like, she's not on the Kara level. She's not on the Evelyn, and they try to put her, like, with Laurel and Kara and Evelyn, and she's she's not there. Like, she she's good. Cam is better than she is. Cam is smarter than she is. Cam has yeah. better strategies than she does. Cam gets along with more people, so it's easier for her to have actual alliances that won't turn on her. Like, I don't think we're ever going to get Cam back unless it's for an All-Stars or something because she is not leaving that baby. No. But, like, Cam, and Cam was young, too. She was, I mean, she's younger than Tori. She was in her 20s on her last, I think, like, 26. Yeah. Like, I've had a long career doing it and she was good at all of it but like i think a lot of people think tori is so good because tori wants to act like she's so good too yeah like she wants to act like she's the greatest ever so people are like oh yeah you know i don't want to tori's been on 87 seasons in a row i don't want to go against her like yeah she has the she has the vet status vet reputation and the vets clearly like her you know she's hooked up with i feel everybody Uh, I pretty much uh never never liked her from the argue the one days where she's a cheater then as well. Mm-hmm. You guys have to watch the music video that I sent in the group chat. I, I, I definitely oh, okay. will. Oh, yeah, I, I, I already was, was laughing when I when I when I looked there, but I agree with you with with Cam, and it's like I'm always happy for people, you know, having kids, and you know, we all love love here, but. 
she was just hitting her stride on the challenge. Like year after season after season, she improved like her rookie season with all those eliminations showing that she was a fighter and a competitor. Then uh, final reckoning, how she just completely like transformed her social game and like was kind of running the house at certain points and those eliminations against guy teams when she was with Kaylee and when she shouldn't have been, been winning those eliminations. And she did because she's so strategic. And then what she did in um uh War of the Worlds 2 in aligning with Kara and basically st stealing Kara's whole strategy and social game and then she used that in so in um Double Agent Double Angels was her best season like she had the uh, elimination against Ashley she ran the house you had she she ran the house but then put all the spotlight on Big Brother so Big Brother was the threat even though Cam was the one basically playing the puppeteer of Devin against Big Brother because all the attention is on everybody but Cam and Leroy that was a masterful like her that season and that she's smarter than pretty much everyone else on the show like just the way that she can play all of them and she's so likable. So then everybody's just like, yeah, okay. Like they just kind of go along with whatever she says. Like she's someone that I'm definitely going to miss seeing on there because she was so good. And like her and Tori kind of came up around the same time, you know, so people compared them all, all the time. And I always thought that Kim was better in pretty much every aspect <laughs> can prove that from the jump remember um yeah. uh, what was it uh vendettas when tori came in as a mercenary and she was all cocky like i'm gonna do my thing i always come into elimination i never lost an elimination and then cam was like well now you did <laughs> <laughs> we get to the elimination and we get jordan's just epic speech in oh. line as he is up there with saying the he's with his awful hat. Yes. Oh, with his awful hat. Um, and he, he is up there and he's saying how he was going to vote. And he's like, someone tried to hold our relationship hostage. And TJ, I do not negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> I died. Absolutely died. Perfect. At this line. He was like, was... <laughs> like. His I was delivery. In tears. I was in tears from that delivery. His the first I did was message you guys of just like <laughs> I do not negotiate with terrorists. LMAO, and like just die. I was cackling. Yeah, I rewound it. As you said, you rewound it and watched a bunch of games. I was just 10 seconds. Let's, let's let's look at this again. Oh man, I do not negotiate. His whole set is brilliant. holding our relationship hostage. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And he votes Fessy as he should have. <laughs> Voting in Fessy. Fessy ends up going in. Yeah, Mariah burns her vote um, because she didn't want to vote for, for Fessy or for Nelson. And then it ends up being Fessy uh, who, who goes in there. And then. Um, I, I forget his name, which is fantastic. Uh, pulls pulls the Chauncey. dagger. Yeah, Chauncey, Chauncey that did? guy. Yeah. He's on the show, right? And he's and he saved bananas instead of Nelson. Yeah. And as he should have, because Nelson made bad decisions when he got when he finally got oh, power after this? 54 times in a row he made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision and it led to both him and his partner being eliminated where we finally have 
two people eliminated after three weeks. This is where these decisions bite you. Because what did we say on this show, SB3 and Share, when Nelson had the power and he could have put in Fessy and he didn't do it? We said, why would you do this? This is stupid. Vote him in. He is like technically, theoretically, a good player. He screwed you over before. He beat you before. Put him in. It is a game. Do not try to rebuild this relationship. You don't, you want to eliminate top players so you can win, especially when you've never won like Nelson. And then what happens? He didn't vote in Fessy. He ends up facing Fessy anyway. And then Fessy beats him in this game where you have to pull these daggers down from whatever drywall or whatever it was. And remember the challenge. Remember the elimination that uh that that uh, the, he threw olivia and horatio in it was that upside down with the puzzle thing and jay and michelle were good it was yeah. just horatio and olivia were a little bit quicker so it I, wasn't I even... honestly i honestly believe jay and michelle would have beat fessy and mariah i don't know if it was they were better they were quicker they jay and michelle would have the same disadvantage that uh they had no matter who they faced in that the entire cheering section was trying to screw them over and yell and get them. Yeah, off but I don't see Jordan being as loud for Fessy as Maybe, he was yeah. for for Horatio and that's, Olivia. That's very possible. That that is definitely very possible. Uh, but they would have still been at that disadvantage regardless, no matter who they were in. I wouldn't trust Fessy in a game like that, though. I wouldn't trust Fessy in any game that's not like some type of physical, any type of mental fortitude game. I ain't trusted Fessy in that. I feel like he's gonna lose all of those. Great physical competitor, but when it comes to smarts and stuff, I don't know. Ain't buying it. I mean, it, 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 the only person he could beat was Nelson. Like there was literally yeah. nothing, no elimination that Nelson could have beat Fessian. What yeah. from Nelson's past would make you think he's ever going to make good decisions? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought I thought I, I didn't think he would make a decisions, but I thought that he would know a real friend from a fake friend. No, because no, I, I wish Jeez. he I wish he did, because even yo did that conversation, that conversation with his friend. What's his name again? Um, because they just had him as Nelson's friend. Oh, yeah. Corey. We never seen him Corey. before. Um, yeah. They had him talking to, to Nelson and immediately he was the brains of the operation. Like this was very obvious. Uh, a lot of like people have been saying this, like Nelson needed like a Corey or um, what's, what's homie the other homie's name that was with uh, Ashley and Final Reckoning. Hunter. Hunter. He needed one of those because him having like uh uh Fessy or Devin as his main like male uh confidant and being able to talk things, that's not the same. That's not the same for him. They're not gonna tell him what he needs to hear, they're gonna just listen or tell him what he wants to hear. And that's the issue for Nelson. He needs that other person, and not and Corey immediately from the jump was just like. Oh, so you got to get rid of bananas. You got to rid of rid of Fessy. And I, I loved what what Nelson had to tell him. Like, yeah, I'm working with Fessy. Oh, you working with the enemy? <laughs> Corey, Corey was yo. Corey was ready to drag him. That's a good friend. You drag your friend for being an idiot. Nelson is 34 years old, and he has the brain of like a two year old. <laughs> like that, he is truly one of the dumbest people I've ever seen in my life. Any closing comments on the challenge? We I don't want to rush our dating segment, but I do have a hard out at like ten forty-two. 
Mm-mm. Okay. Now that that's about it for uh, this one. Yeah, Nelson and Norris are officially eliminated until they are just somehow brought back in the finals because. <laughs> what, and Kenny, so. Kenny, Kenny, just chilling at the hotel right now, man. Uh, just chilling, waiting for his because he knows he, he knows his sister's not going into the elimination, so he's just waiting for this team thing to be over. Yeah, we we'll see if if he comes back at at some point, but uh, I mean he'll come back in the finals if Casey's not eliminated, and I don't think Casey is going to get thrown in or eliminated. So we'll we'll see. All right, share Delaware. Your dating life continues. Oh, I think. Oh, there we go. Okay, your dating life continues. Share Delaware. You have a match subscription. Do you want to log into Match and read some of these uh messages that you have? Oh, I. I've already got it pulled up. Okay. Um, have someone named Jet, like a jet airplane that is nice. 20 that likes me. <laughs> um, let's go straight to oh, we have six matches. Ooh, look at you. James says, get back to me when you can. I would love to know you. <laughs> get back to him share get back to him you know do you know oh i love fozzy do you know he's a wrestler oh (laughs) okay if we all right we're obviously not messaging these guys but i feel like we would have to message this guy Do you know he's a wrestler? Is killing me. You, 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 you should gotta, you should message like, yes, I, I sung Judas live with him, which is technically true. Technically, that's true. This guy has gauges that are like this big. <laughs> I'll judge this man. He, he do is- you know that Fozzie is also a wrestler? <laughs> he is forty. Male divorce. Your demo. Your oh, demographic. Is, this guy's name is Ashtray. Ashtray. Oh, like like the kid from uh, Euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a kid. There's a kid named Ashtray in Why? Euphoria. Oh, he's a drug dealer. I'm trying to figure out how to yeah, see Joe's nice. profile here. That asked me if I knew he's a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I... we do need to see this profile. I almost clicked start a vibe check, but that's video chatting. (laughs) (laughs) Say like what? Okay. Start a vibe check. That's what it says. Start a vibe check. Skip straight to a video chat. And you, but you can't reply, or you can't reply with this free trial. I can reply, but I just want to go to file, and I can't figure out how. But you need to reply to him and be like, "Oh my god, I didn't know that. What have I become?" (laughs) Now that I betrayed <laughs> everything that <laughs> just just say the lyrics. <laughs> All right, we've got Doug, age forty-two, from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Hey, like, do you know the Young Bucks? <laughs> do, and 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 don't say they're wrestlers. Say they're a part of of uh, the Cucamonga Cracker Killers. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, every time I hear Rancho Cucamonga, I think of that joke from Next Friday. I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. We've got Matt, 
Who Mike forty three Glenn fifty two. He says Happy New Year. Oh, well, that was nice. Of keep it keep it short and simple. Ben age thirty eight says Hi Share Happy New Year. How are you? Hope you're having a great start to twenty twenty three. Wanted to respond to your profile and say hi because I am curious to know. What is he curious to know? It's it's not telling me what he's curious to know. Oh no, you have to maybe that's the cliffhanger. He uh, wants you to message back, like what are you yes. curious to know? Yes. He's divorced, no kids, Catholic. He is a Disneyland whore. That's what this says. I'm not just okay. calling princesses. Um oh no, can't can't do that. <laughs> As my mom and grandma were huge influences in my life, but he spelled were W-H-E-R-E. So they were. Nope. We're done. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Poor guy. The difference between there, there, and there. Gilbert, <laughs> Alex, Robert, Jass. Um, Matthew. Jericho Biden. Appreciation Society? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Jericho say. references. It's J-A-S-S. Ah. Oh. Society sucks. Anish. Um. Oh, this one's talking to me in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Luigi says, Ciao, Bella. Parliamo Italiano. Aw. Oh, look at that. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Logan. He, just, he just wants to get you some pizza and probably do your plumbing. <laughs> Luigi Mario, yes. <laughs> uh, Logan, his neck is the same size as his head, so it just goes straight down. Oh. <laughs> That's not there. great. Eddie, age 35, says, Wow, you're beautiful. My name is Eddie. <laughs> I wouldn't you wouldn't have known <laughs> that you know? unless he told you that. In the, in the He's just scene. introducing himself. His name's Eddie. I would have never guessed. Oh <laughs> Donnie sent me another message. Donnie was the MAGA hat guy. Oh no. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. That's, that's, the, that's the type she needs. But uh <laughs> What is it? It says your history. They messaged you, and then they messaged me again. He messaged me again on the twenty eighth, after I didn't message him back. Um, I if I understood dating websites, it would be for people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What's going on. All right, we got Mike, Mario, Manny, Victor. Oh, God. oh. what? I think he said he'd be right back. Okay. We got Mario and Luigi now. Oh, we got we got both brothers. Yeah. Tell, tell them you need some high tops, some high tops with the uh with the with the with the jet power with the rocket pack. Oh, here you go. Russell, age 52, a white man with long hair, would like to know what crumping is. <laughs> <laughs> So, whoa, no, send him the link to get crumped up, get crumped up, get crumped up. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta show you, Russell. Oh god, oh god. Yeah, please, please do. Oh, Jesus, what are we doing? Wait, what is he? 
wait, is he great? Is that a gray beard? Yes. Oh man. He, he looked like he, he looked like Father Time. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> One of his pictures on his profile is a picture of Jack and Coke. Just not him. Just the Jack and Coke. Oh my God! What is his, happening? He's got his priorities straight. That's what we're talking What's about this? here. He's got his uh, priorities straight. That's it. This is a car motor. What? <laughs> He's got a picture of Jack and Coke and a car motor. And a car motor. He's got uh, energy for days. Let's see. We've got... Hello, Cher. I'm Irving. It's lovely to meet a beautiful lady such as yourself. Is his last name Johnson? <laughs> just be like, just be like, I, from your message, I feel a lot of magic between us. I think that this problem <laughs> if they come on like weird, I'm like, you're a fucking weirdo. If they come on and they're super polite and nice, I'm like, you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> on, all they say is hi, I'm like, you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, I don't think the guy that asked you what crumping what crumping was is a weirdo though. This guy looked like father time and he asked me what crumping was. <laughs> That's what I said. You should. You Do should you know what crumping is? You should yeah. release reply back to him with "Get crumped up, get crumped up, get crumped get up." Crumped up. <laughs> All right. I says, "Hi, Cher. I'm from NYC originally, and I have relatives in Long Island. I live here in San Clemente too, two blocks from the pier. Love to meet up for a drink." Whoa, he he jumped right to conclusions. Yeah. This is Eric. Oh. <laughs> I love the soul patch. The soul patch really makes everything everything pop. He's 49 years old. Oh, well, that's in your demographic, sort of. Exactly. He's what not is, over 55. That's a demographic. What does that mean? Oh, over 40. That's your demographic, right? <laughs> Sean made jokes about that. How many people have I dated that are over? <laughs> I don't know. How many? Yeah, how many? <laughs> how many under 40? It's not just Sean made jokes. You've made jokes about it too. Exactly. This guy asked, How would I tell my therapist I'm dating a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good icebreaker. That was that a good, was good one. That was a good that was one. Good. Come on, we got to yeah. get credit for that. A black man named Aaron would like to know if I know how to crump. Oh, he's calling you out. He's calling you out. He's calling you out. Oh, this guy, Chris, age 43, said, I'll smoke pot with you. Let me know when. <laughs> Just right to the point. Let's see, Chris. Let's see, Chris. Oh, look at oh that yeah, he's got a nice suit on. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Earth, why, Earth why 2 like thick do version. Dollars. No, I was going to say it's a thick version of John Alba. Ah, yes! That's where I was going! That's exactly where I was going! That's exactly where I was going. I was going to call him Dollar Store John Alba, but yeah. Don't, don't say his name three times. You'll summon him. Yeah, that's that's thick John Alba. Just like uh, <laughs> just like Hardy on... Uh, I know where I'm going to get muted, but Hardy on uh, Raw last night was Thick Kid Rock. Thick Kid Rock! Hardy uh, is... This guy's name is Carmel Sunday. 
Okay. Our most Sunday. I got nothing. Um, most famous person he ever met was the Green Power Ranger. Oh, that's awesome. He, his all-time must-see movie is Top Gun. Mm. Movie. And mm. one of the pictures says ass graving, not grabbing. There's only one B. Ass graving. <laughs> the relationship. Okay. Well. This is like moving on. <laughs> this is why. Why lie? Um, we got a hey, hey, beautiful. I dig your vibe. Oh, um, I got some other people speaking in other languages that you guys said I know that I do not know. Well, you should, you should definitely reply back to that guy who says, "Uh, you know, he likes your vibe." But you should, you should have been like, your message should have been better because, bitch, you're killing my vibe. Bitch, you're killing my. Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you are not single because you, like you. He's called I, Kendrick. You I, I, I look at that. I would date you, SV3. I would just, I would just be quoting songs. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna be mean and show this guy's picture because that's rude. But he looks like Uncle Fester. Oh. So, oh no. And he has like a little bolo hat on top of his head too. So nice. He's getting he's getting money right now. Wednesday did really well on Netflix. I mean, uh, hello, I'm... my future queen. Ooh, Aww. he's confident too. Look at this guy. Hello, my future queen. I am AJ. Nice to meet you. Please tell me about yourself. Well, well, well. Uh, queen, he's off to a good start. Yeah, he called you a queen. Well, he's fifty-five, and his profile says, "I'm looking for a female." <laughs> Of them, job. <laughs> um, let's see. Hello, Cher. You sound amazing. Can I call? No, that's in that's incorrect, Luis. Once again, you're capping in the chat. John Alba is not a dollar store. John Alba. John Alba is a dollar store. Andrew Zarian, and Andrew Zarian is a dollar store. Chris Van Vliet. Look it's like it's like evolution. It's like that? Charmander, Charizard. <laughs> look at that guy. He wants what? to know if he can call me. What? Why does that? But why does that guy look like the professor from uh, Saved by the Bell, the college years, the one that uh, I, Kelly hooked up with? It kind of Pro- looks like the professor. Kind of does. Blue. He looks like he looks like Professor Lasky. I think that was his name <laughs> on uh, college years. Oh, oh! I gotta read this one. Hello, I'm James. I'm passionate and I am an omnivore. Omnivore. <laughs> Off to wow. a hard, hot start here. I know she saw that word and that's what the reason why she wanted to read this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm focused and intentional about everything I do. I am proud, but I am not. I am a craftsman in all things I set my mind to. I am grounded and even keeled, yet I have a penchant for the abstract and I am an incorrigible romantic. I'm a meditator and capital letters and I am, I am a planner. I take care of stuff, including my woman. I am <laughs> loyal to a fault. I am a gentleman always. You should be like, dude, how you how you are, you know, a planner and you take care of your woman, but you single. <laughs> <laughs> you must not be taking care of them very well. Oh no, he okay, he really does look like 
What the hell? Oh man, he looks like the fucking Highlander. Yes. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey vibe going. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Mr. Brightside. Let's see. Mr. Brightside from Long Beach. He says his fav- favorite place to hang out is Astoria Park. And he's look- ah. He's Mr. Brightside and he's looking for his Mrs. Darkside. Is what it says. Oh, wow. Oh, he- the light and the dark. The <laughs> he's looking for his, his yang. He's the yeah. yang. He's looking for his yang. Exactly. Can't yeah. get mad at him for that. <laughs> okay. Um, this says my favorite quote from a movie, the perfect date. That's a tough one. I'd have to say May 25th because it's not too hot and not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Miss Congeniality. Oh. Oh. I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Good movie though. Same yeah, look. And yeah. the blonde girl, she's the one that says that when they ask her, "What would your ideal perfect date be?" and she's, uh, like, "Hmm, I'd have to say." And picks it May twenty fifth. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. That is a good answer. Though. All right, now we're gonna decide um, if we can like people here or not. Here we go. All right. We got Cordero. Cordero. We need to zoom in on Cordero. Oh, look at look at that. It's Robert nice. Deep Felice's brother. Um what? <laughs> 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 he is an educated man. He received his BS in materials science and engineering from the University of Nevada, Reno, and then his master's in material science and engineering from the University of California, San Diego. Hmm. He did five years in the Marines. Oh. He was in the infantry. Oh my God, I may have actually known that one. man. Oh boy, look at that. We're meeting ex lovers on uh, Match.com. Uh, well, I mean, I was married, but. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the one that got away. <laughs> if he did five years, he was probably in the infantry when I lived in. San Clemente when my ex-husband was in the infantry. We're going to like him. We're going to see. There we go. No, I don't want to introduce myself. Next profile. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My this is Brandon. He loves basketball. See him. College Aww. and the NBA. Why does he have his eighth grade show? Why does he have his eighth grade school picture as his main <laughs> <name>? <laughs> Oh, don't be mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time you tell every time I tell you to zoom in, it's just so I have a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the dollar John Alba is a dollar store. John Alba is very funny. <laughs> I won't stop laughing at that. Um, this guy's name is John SP3. Oh. Uh-oh. My mother keeps trying to call me. Oh. <laughs> P3 gets to decide if we um put a like or a skip on this john all right let's see oh what the hell is he is he okay in that picture <laughs> oh oh look at that this is the american version of alex mccarthy let's go with like we're gonna like alex mccarthy absolutely all right, um, we could only we could only do one more because we're we're close to that hard out time. All right, Jeremy gets to decide. Jeremy, this is Leo. 
He seems nice. Oh, oh look at oh look, look at these moves him. he can put look you in. Him. Oh yeah. All right, I think he's, you have to like him. Oh, he's he's is snowboarding? He's yeah. 46, by the way. Oh, well. Mm. He's got a back tattoo. I mean, yeah. He has children, but he's never been married. He's a mellow guy looking to meet a cool and nice girl for a serious relationship. He is originally from Brazil, but he has been in California for a very long time. Um, he rolls his R's and stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> I think I think uh you should you should swipe right. This is up to you, Jeremy. Make the call. Yeah, I, I, I'm with SB3. You tell me. Mm. You just want me to like everyone, though. Yeah. Oh, me? Not me. Not I'm me. helping. I'm trying to help you find love. Well, this guy's name is Dax, so I'm just going to like him automatically. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, you have to now. Yeah, that's just that's just the rule. Okay, we can be done. There we go. Okay. You I'm going to close us up, free, Jeremy. I'll have another free trial next week. <laughs> Different emails. Absolutely. All right. SP3, you got it. Yes, we, we signed you up for, like, plenty of fish last week. And, unfortunately, we did not get you uh, to get to go through those messages because you had so many people on match. At some point, we will sign you up for farmers only as well. But fortunately, I got to run a little bit quicker than usual this week. Uh, SP3, plug anything you'd like to plug. Twitter machine, True Hill SP3. Check out the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We did a Wrestle Kingdom 17 preview yesterday. Myself and Jay News talking about all the matches. And check us out for the watch along at 3 a.m. Eastern time tonight over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. There you go. Share. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I'll be asleep at 3 a.m. Y'all have fun with Wrestle Kingdom. The same thing will still be happening when I wake up in the morning. So <laughs> when you wake when you wake up at 8 a.m., you can catch Okada beating. Oh, what, I get JY. up at I get up at four. So there you go. So you only miss an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I still like fucking watching it. But... Uh all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, back at 8 30, I assume. Um, check out everything we have going on on Fightful Overbooked. Bye, everyone. Bye.